Today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh. If you're like me and look at the Food Network and all these channels and watch all these gourmet meals and just lust after them, let's just be real, you're lusting after them. Guys, we have a solution for you. HelloFresh does all the shopping, the planning, and delivery. So all you have to do, guys, is put this meal together and they give you the instructions as well so you can create the gourmet meals in the luxury of your own home. So use the code SUCCESS30. SUCCESS30. Just go to HelloFresh.com and use that code SUCCESS30 to get $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. So make sure you check it out. Today's show is also brought to you by Organifi, the best tasting green blend on the market. They're cold processed, guys, to retain all of the nutrients. And if you're looking to fill all the nutritional gaps and buffer out that new stress that your body has to deal with on a daily basis, check out Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com and use the promo code SUCCESS to save 20% on your order. And now to today's show. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Basin sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What it do, what it do, what up, man? And Dr. Douglas Thomas, who I hear is staying in the castle, if I'm not. <laughs> Is that what you heard? I heard I heard something about a castle. I heard you take the Rich Carlton and times it by ten, and that's where you'll find him. Hey, E, oh, so you man. staying at CJ's house? Oh, oh, no, no question. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no question. No, no question. I don't even have a crest. I just got a logo. <laughs> no questions asked. No uh, questions asked. Yeah. Where are you at? Uh, the 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 Breakers. The Breakers. West Palm, Florida. The Breakers. The bre- that's the name of the hotel? Yes, yes, the Breakers, yep, that's the name of the hotel. I've never heard of it. It might be above yeah, my, well, my pay grade. Oh, trust uh, well, me, Carl, that's way out I of our pay grade. That's way I doubt out of it, but... Tell us about this, uh, this, this Breaker. They call uh, it the Breakers because it, it, it breaks yeah. your pockets. You know what I'm saying? I know that's right. <laughs> no, it's a normal hotel, man. I do, I, you know, it's funny, though, see, I, I, uh, when I checked in, <laughs> it's the perks, I guess. They said to me, um, you know, that they upgraded my room to an ocean view. So it's the same mm. hotel. It's this, I mean, it's the exact same room, but they upgraded it to the ocean view, which I thought I had that automatically, right? <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> I, I was out walking this morning with Joe from Breathe You, and you know, I was walking, seeing as you you could, uh, you you know, you can kind of look and see, um, you know, the property. And you can see rooms, of course, that had the ocean view. Then you can see rooms to, you know, um, like the front of the hotel, some on the side of the hotel. And it was just funny to me. I was just like, oh, this is crazy. Like one hotel, one property, but multiple different types of rooms, suites, Mm -hmm. standard rooms, you know, ocean view, whatever. Think about a ship and how you got the, you know, the, the deck or whatever. And I just was like, wow, this is crazy. In life, you get to decide same property, but you get to decide what your experience in life is going to be. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I know some people don't believe that. Some people believe that they are, you know, um, they're destined to whatever their, you know, life is, that they don't get to make choices. They don't have options. I don't necessarily agree with that. You know, and I'm just looking at like, wow, there are people who stand in the exact same hotel I'm in, but they'll get a totally different experience than I get because they don't have the, the privilege of, 
you know, looking at the um, the view. And then I'm just going to I don't know where this is going to go with CJ Carl. But, you know, <laughs> when we talk about the second generation grind and, I, you know, I don't want to get into that right now. But, you know, we have, a um, you know, Jada has a room next to ours. You know how, of course, the doors open, you know, what I'm saying. And I'm just like tripping that. Not only are we blessed to have a certain experience, but we're able to give our door to that experience. So it's not like we're in this room and then they're downstairs somewhere. Or they, you know, in another space. We're in the same space. And it was funny. The young lady who is doing the housekeeping, she was just asking us, you know, they started asking a bunch of questions. See, like, whoa. Who, but they didn't ask me to ask Jada, like, who are you? They asked Jada first if she was Irish. And Jada was like, no, 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 I'm from Alabama. I'm like, don't lie. You know what I'm saying? Your grandfather's from Ireland. You ain't got to lie. You can tell her here. Yeah. But I don't know why she picked that. But of course, where are you from? All the questions, see? And not in a bad way, but just kind of like, yo, y'all got two rooms? Like, You know what I'm saying? Like, she not, it's a couch. Uh, you know, they had a nice little sleeping couch in the room where it's like, she not in there. And I'm like, no, nah, she need her own space. Like, we, she grown, we grown, we need our own space. But I'm, I just say that to say that we really, I, I believe that we really do in this life get to choose. Now there's some things that you have to do once you make a choice. It's not just like you just dream it and you wake up and it happens, but we really do get an opportunity to, you know, live the life that we want to live. And so I just was looking at that this morning, like, yo, same property. Uh, I don't know how many rooms they have on the property, but they're different, um, they're different experiences. And I just choose to get the experience that shows me the ocean. Like it's just a different, I'm just saying, when you go to bed with the, you know, the, you hear the waves, you wake up, you hear the waves, you see the ocean, three colors are green. It, it's just a different experience. Yeah, no, I got a little app on my phone that plays like ocean noises, so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got a little app where you just hit it and you can hear like a little orca. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know if that's the same. Is what you're describing. It's got to be. It has to be. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking it got to be pretty similar because they went to your balcony and taped it and then put it on the app for everybody to enjoy from the comforts of their own raggedy home. I was going to say, Carl, make sure, though, you play that ocean view on your surround sound by your pool with little man. No doubt. So you can get that experience. Let's move from there. We're not talking about me. What'd hey, you say, D? Verify. I got to, because I do want to come back to that, but I, we can't begin oh, yeah, the we, podcast hey, too serious. Hey, yeah, yeah, I know that's right. Hey, yeah. hey, but verify, yeah, you hadn't done that in a while. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, and trust me, people let me know every time I don't do it. They're like, yo, bring that back. Okay. Um, okay. So actually, shoot, I got two of them. How should I do this? So let's do, yeah, let's do both of them. Why not? What, 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 what do we got here? We got number time. He tried to get deep early on in the podcast. I, I did. Don't know I didn't try to get deep. Now I got to double down on some foolishness. <laughs> get us back to even. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just to get us back to even. Actually, so we have, actually have a user submitted fair file. And mm, I thought this ah, one was that's, pretty that's, deep. That's different. You don't yeah, usually allow yeah. those. That's different. Yeah, no. Nah, um, here comes a fair file from YouTube. Somebody alerted me to a YouTube fair file that they said, yo, you might want to check this out. It's pretty deep. So my man Sir Stahl on YouTube said, here's a fair file. My stepbrother and his fiance announced their pregnancy at my fiance and I's engagement party. Mm, fair file. Oh, fair file. Oh, hey, I'm going file as a get out. And I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. 
foul mm-hmm. because y'all got nine doggone months, ten months if you do it. I think they said ten months. I don't even remember. But it's the full time that y'all got that y'all could be saying that. Y'all, y'all got plenty of time to announce that before she starts showing. You ain't had to do it that exact mm. same time. Hmm. E? Uh, I think it's fair. You know what I'm saying? You got everybody there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you got everybody there. They already uh, paid for the environment, mode. right? Beast mode. You know what I'm saying? You got everybody beast in mode. that joint. That's gorilla yeah. mode. Yeah, I'm just saying. No, I'm with you. Yeah, everybody, I'm like, yo, everybody already everybody there. there. <laughs> it's a celebration. <laughs> Drinks flowing. Everybody having a good time. Let's just double down on the festivities. Now, I will say this. You got to holler at bro and his girl first. first. I'll give you that. Yep. You know what I'll I'm give saying? Because yep. if they plan the party, now, nah, I will say this. All is fair if you split the expenses for the party. Mm. So if you want to make your announcement, mm. whoever paid for all the, you know, cake and ice cream and all of that, I just need y'all to split that up and uh, go for it. So uh, I, I don't know about East, split, uh, Carl says five, yeah, and I don't, say I don't know about split. I give you a tip, a gratuity. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I give you gratuity for it. Because my announcement, like my announcement ain't that deep. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just letting you know it's going to happen. Like we ain't about to do nothing right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm just letting you know that it is happening. So for me, yeah, I just I give you a little 20% gratuity. <laughs> but what if they not engaged and so they like out of wedlock and my man trying to do his thing okay. right? You know no, what I'm saying? They're out of wedlock. Here come his hood brother. Just out of wedlock. You know what I'm saying? 50/50. We pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. We pregnant. Just met her right. Tuesday. 50/50. He just met baby girl no, on no. Tuesday. And now he can blow out their whole engagement. Yeah, no, if it's out of wedlock, they trying I'm to do things 50%. right in the yeah, Lord's yeah. eyes. No, no, 50%. <laughs> but if you're doing every, if you did it right in the Lord's eye, I'm gonna give you a tip. But if it's yeah, for real, if it's wedlock, <laughs> I'm gonna need fifty percent. That is, because you could be defiling my hookup. So yeah, you're right. If it's out of wedlock, yeah, no, I mean definitely out of wedlock, because that's the only reason you announced it at somebody else's party. You know what I'm saying? You just uh, you too geeked up. Um, Okay, I got another fair file. This is my own. And um, I'm, I'm not sure. I just need to know how y'all feel about this. Fair files in the airport. And I saw this lady. And I know we've all seen the, uh, the, the kids who got the leashes on, mm-hmm. right? So this one, this lady, she had two kids. And she had one leash, but it had like a little extender, if you will, with both kids on the leash. Mm. And I'm now I know you're in the airport, it's a lot going on. They was about Trey's, maybe, maybe Trey's age a little younger, three, four years old. Fair file to have your kids on a leash. Something, it just didn't look right to me. So I'm gonna go file. But I wanted to know how, where do y'all stand in terms of the kids with the leashes on? Yeah, I can't stand. I, and where do you stand with this little whole little <laughs> wolf pack she had on her leash? I, I, I never liked it, but let me put it in perspective. For me personally, I never liked it, but I have met some kids that you might want to have that as a precaution. Because there's just some kids that ain't, you know what I'm saying? They ain't mm. listening. They ain't abiding by the rules like that. So if you know that that's your kid... Then do what you must. But for me personally, I ain't trying to be walking around with no, yeah, y'all need to stand next to me. I mean, play, but you know what I'm saying? But within reason, like, don't be running crazy, tearing nothing up. I mean, dog, Carl, come on, bro. You got your kids on a physical leash? Hey, I'm telling you. There's only two kids. Well, I'm saying, yeah, you should be able to control two, but I'm telling you, I've seen kids that just go do their own thing. Like, whatever it is, whatever you're doing at home, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just comfortable enough to just walk their own way, you know what I'm saying? Go up to anybody, do anything. So I'm better safe than sorry. I'm like, again, for me, no. Yeah. 
But if that's what you need to do for your kids, then go for it. Fair. A hip hop preacher, please help me. You old school, so I know you ain't feeling. I'm fair. Fair. Tell us, tell us the science behind that. Hey, fair. I'm going with fair. I'm going with fair. See, <laughs> I'm going with fair. These bad, and I don't cuss. But you see, said you cuss sometimes. This might be when I need to cuss. I'm a pastor. Oh, no I'm a doubt. pastor. I didn't see these babies coming to church. I didn't see them, and so moms, I got a single parent mom. She can't do nothing with them shorties. It's either somebody uh, kidnap them or you put them on a leash. So it's real out here today, especially, man, with, uh, for real, uh, kidnapping is on a whole nother level. These kids get lost. Somebody snatch them up. I, I don't think that, you know, from, you know, I don't think it's the best look. Uh, that little leash ain't never about to stop. They could just pop the, they just trying to snatch oh, no. a kid. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> that I'm you just saying, saying these kids wonder. You go to, uh, I can't tell you how many times I've been to. Um, the Disney World, Disneyland, and you getting called mom, like, well, I might lost my child. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, these kids these days, man, I don't know if it's in the it's in the food, it's in the drink, but they be pop, they, it's like a video game. They popping all over the place. And you can't keep your eye on them 24-7, <laughs> bro. You cannot keep your eye on these kids uh, 24-7. If you got multiple, I was just on the beach. My man had four kids on the beach. I'm like, yo, he need a leash. Mm. He got four kids. One of these kids about to drown. <laughs> my man ain't gonna be the whole. My man by himself. I ain't see his mama out there. I ain't see the mama out there. I ain't see no grandparents out there. I ain't see no help, bro. I'm like, one of these kids about to come up off in this water, and and something bad gonna happen to these kids. So I don't think it's a good look. It does not look good, but functionality wise. Uh, what? How does it look? Uh, oh man! It looked like it like you got Castro. It like you got little Castro walking around with little Castro. So it don't look good. But I bet I guarantee you this: you know where them jokers are at all times. At all times. At all times. You know where they are. Yeah. Duh. They look like a little uh, a little uh, Alaskan huskies, just like. Mushing through the snow, though. It was crazy. I feel you, but at the end of the day, it, it looked bad to you, but I bring all of them home. They all come home safe. Right. <laughs> right. Let me tell you how I usually bring all of them home. You use that leash in a different way, and uh, hey. and they stand right by you with military uh, precision. Hey, just, let's just be real, though. People don't believe in that no more. So since we no longer right. believe in whipping kids and it's all psychological now, it's all time out. We got to get at least some kind of weight. So get the rod, parents, and use the rod, not to whip them, but at least to bring them in. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, for those of you out there using a the leash for your kids, continue to use a leash. And let me tell you something. I, I'm not I'm not hating on you. I'm just saying find it. Find a different way, because it looked crazy. It does look crazy. I'm not going to lie. Um, all right. Uh, e, so, man, we talked about, um, so E and I had continued our talk, man. We got a huge uh, reception from the second generation dog and, and just talking about that hunger thing and that that whole piece. And, of course, we had E twisted up a couple of times. He wasn't <laughs> sure what was going on. Um, but E, let's just put a bow on that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Let's put a bow on that thing because um, you called me and, and tried to talk to me about you know it. Saying? I said, no, 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 no. You know talk to me about it here. I'm just saying. Save it for the podcast. You know what, I, you know what I'm saying? We're not even allowed to have conversations. I'm like, yeah. yo, save it for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, no. So I know you wanted to come back and just add a little flesh to it. So let's finish that out. And then I want to talk about um, just just success on a different level. Yeah, but listen to me. So, uh, Carl, I didn't come up with any new insight. 
I, I just wanted to read. I just told C, I just wanted to go back over it again. You know how you take a test and you're like, if I can take that test a second time, I think I can get about three or four more right. I knew the answer, but I got a little nervous. You know what I'm saying? Um, but but, but being, being honest, man, like uh, uh, the, the millennial generation, man, they, they get beat down, you know, and a lot of times I think they get beat down. Some of it, you know, may be, um, you know, some of it, they, they, they may have it coming to them. You know what I'm saying? That sometimes they're a little bit, you know, me focused, you know, entitled. But I think sometimes we, because they don't go through what we went through, we kind of um, disrespect or disregard their struggle. And I thought about it when I got off C, and I, I'm not going to say I never mentioned it before, but I don't know what it's like to deal with racism, you know? And, and that, that, just because I didn't deal with it growing up in Detroit, you know, I was in a, you know, homogeneous society for the most part. You know what I'm saying? I don't ever remember, you know, coming up in the D and really experiencing anything other than, you know, um, you know, African-Americans, if you will. I went to Oakwood. So for a large portion of my life, there's certain things that I didn't have to deal with. You know, so when Jada comes home and says somebody called her the N-word, you know, in, in middle school and high school, you know, when you go to school, middle school and high school and you don't have one teacher that looks like you, you know, when you talk about cultural, you know, uh, rele relevancy is none. When you don't have a teacher, you don't have an administrator, you don't have a staff, you know, member, I think it may have been one in Grand Ledge, you know, so I had to stop, you know, and say, what does it feel like to be in the classroom? They're watching um, 42, um, the movie with Jackie Robinson. And there was a portion in there where, of course, the guy was like, in, 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 in. And you're in the school and they turn on you and the, one of the white male students in there call you in, 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 and saying, oh, I'm only saying what was in the movie, you know, or somebody's touching your hair and asking, you know, what, what kind of hair is that? You know, I sat back and thought like, yo, don't, don't, don't minimize what Jada went through because it wasn't homeless. You know, what is, I, I don't know what that would be like to go to a school and you're, the, you're one of the few minorities in that school. So that, so I was like, yo, that's a struggle for Jalen. You know, people, when Obama was elected, it was like that monkey showing pictures of that monkey, you know, and I'm like, yo, I, I thought about it, like, yo, I didn't go through that. You know, I didn't experience that growing up in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody about to come over in our side of town talking that talk, you know? And so I had to think about it. Jalen broke his femur playing football. You know, he went, I mean, months, you know, without being able to walk properly. And then, you know, of course, bounced back, then went back to play the sport again. So I didn't play organized ball on that level. I didn't play in high school like that. You know, so for me, it's like, yo, I, it's some stuff that I'm like, uh, whatever. But it's like, E, you didn't go through that, you know, and I'm sure had you gone through that, you would have considered that a struggle, you know, maybe not your struggle, but a struggle nonetheless. So I just said to myself, like, yo, we got to be careful because, again, sometimes because it's not your struggle, you feel like it's not a struggle, but it's still a struggle. It's their struggle. And I'm sure that the experiences that Jalen went through and Jada being a female, like, Okay, Jalen went through it, and I remember like, all right, son, you'll get through it. Well, what is it like being a black female in a predominantly white institution? What does that feel like, being a female? You know, and of course, you, you probably, uh, there are a lot of differences. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, unfortunately for Jada, she's not dark enough, you know, sometimes for the African-American community, and then she's not white enough to be in the white community. So I'm like, yo, she's had her struggles, and those struggles have shaped her, and I have to be careful not to say, oh, you millennial, you don't know what no real struggle is. Well, no, maybe she don't know some of the stuff that I went through, 
but she's had her own struggle. So that second generation dog, I'm just saying like, yo, there are some things that she's had to go through that's helped shape her. And so I can't, again, just because she had her own room and she had, you know, uh, some privileges, that doesn't mean she hadn't gone through her personal struggles. Yeah, you know what, too, Ian, I'm thinking, like, now that you say that, you know, let's take it back a generation further to where your your father, your stepfather, imagine what he went through being a black basketball player in right. Texas mm. in what, the, the Se- yeah, 60s? 60s, yep, 60s. You know what I'm well, saying? Yep. <clears throat> right, so you, can, so you can almost take it a step further and say, he could really say that, I don't care nothing about your little homelessness mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we had a struggle that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? And so I think, it, I guess what you're saying is it, it is relative it is, to, the, to the era. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I was going to say, the, the 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 statistic for me that stands out is, and I don't mean to, you know, take the podcast down, but youth suicide is probably higher now than it's ever been. You know what I mean? So if you take that into consideration, apparently whatever pressures they're facing are enough. You know what I'm saying? Because it's as drastic as it could be right now. Like, they are, you know, committing suicide is, I mean, alarming rates. In school, like, you never heard, just be real. See, have you ever heard of somebody in school when you was in school committing suicide? E, ever? No. I, I can't no. think of, I'm no. talking about zero. No. I don't have so no friends, but I know It has to be real. Right. It has to be relative. Whatever pressure they have now is enough. It's too much. You know what I'm saying? For them. Again, we can't compare it because we're raised differently. If you raised in the 60s, there's some things that you're just aware of that that it exists and this is how the society is and you know what to do, what not to do. You know what I mean? There's some things that are there. So now it's just different. They're raised in a different way. And and for us, it may look as though they're softer, whatever the case may be, but it's relative. Which is why I think it's worse, Carl. Which is why I think it's worse Mm. when I got off the phone. Because I was like, hmm. yo, at least in my parents' era, you know, some of the struggles I went through, they went through some of the same struggles. You right. know, yeah, I, I, I got you. I, yeah, yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? So I don't remember my mom being like, you soft. You, you know what I'm saying? Because my mom hmm. would drop me off at my, my grandma's and my aunt's, and they lived in the Herman Garden Projects. And my mom would drop me off, and it was like, yo, you're not taking no extra lunch. You're not taking none of your toys. Like, when you go over here, I'm not giving you no privileges. Like, you're going to live like your cousins mm. live. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not about to give you no money to go to McDonald's because they ain't going to have no money. You, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I, I'm not trying to say they ain't ha- never had no money, but they, they, they weren't well off like that. Right. So my mom wasn't about to be like, yo, you mm-hmm. go eat at McDonald's and let them, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of the stuff that I went through going over to my grandma's house and like, you know, being raised pretty much when I was with my cousins, it, it was not the same middle class mm. lifestyle that we had. You feel me? So my mom knew exactly what it was because she had just had that. But then you think mm. about what C is doing for his kids and what you're doing for your kids, Carl. Like, y'all didn't live like that. You know, not, I'm, and I'm not yeah. trying to say y'all didn't have a good life. But from a materialistic standpoint and exposure standpoint, it's a total difference. Like you said, C, you wasn't flying. Well, you know, my man, little man got more frequent flyer miles at his age and you probably had accumulated, <laughs> you know, all the way up until your, your lifetime. Yeah, your lifetime. Up until then, yeah. You know, so at least for my mom and, and, and my family, the struggles that we were going through, they, they, they were familiar with them, maybe at a greater level, but they were familiar. So for us, our kids almost don't have our support because we'll be quick to say, boy, stop crying. You got your own room. You had a car at 16. You going to cop like... Stop tripping. And it's like, so they all, this generation almost goes through their struggles alone 
because there are new struggles. I didn't have, like C said, I didn't have no identity issues. Me and my boys all were the song. We, we, we all were Converse. Before that, it was kids. You know what I'm saying? Then after that, we all had the same Nikes. It wasn't no J's out. It was just the plain canvas Nikes with the uh, uh, rubber. Right, with nothing else to you, compare you, That's all to. we had. Everybody was all wearing Lee jeans. We all had, you know, Adidas, whatever. Like, we, we all had the same thing because all of our parents went to work, you know, at Ford, at GM, at Chrysler. You know what I'm saying? So, it, so we're looking at them like, these struggles are whack. And so they're pretty much for real on their own. And we got to do better as parents and not mm. isolate ourselves from our kids because that's how they end up getting in gangs. That's how they end up committing suicide because they feel alone. They kind of feel like... Yo, I'm out here struggling by myself. My parents don't get it. They ain't never been on the internet like that. They don't do social media. And we like, social media got you crying? Stop tripping. But like you mm. said, Carl, it's relative. And so for them, mm. that is pressure. Do you to say anything to your kids about social media? I, the only conversation Jada and I really see, uh, Jalen and I need to really have the conversation. Jada you know, falls on the other spectrum. So she's not really about... Jada really don't yeah, do social yeah, media like that. she don't like do that, it like right? that. So she does it, but Jada is not putting her business out. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jada don't mm. want you to know what she's doing. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like, Jada don't want me to know what she's doing. Jada playing chess. You know what I'm saying? Jalen, is yeah, he used to play chess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jada playing chess. Like, she don't want nobody to know nothing about her life, you know? Whereas, I don't know if you remember, C, but Jalen used to have on there, Jalen Thomas, the son of... The son of the hip hop preacher. The hip hop preacher. You know what I'm saying? The one and only. The anointed one. So Jalen, Jalen wasn't playing with it. You know what I'm saying? But for me and Jalen, I just had to say to Jalen, you see how we use social media. And I think, son, it doesn't mean that you can't live in your generation and do what your generation is doing. But understand, if you're doing what they're doing, you're going to be who they are. And so you need to make sure you're using it in a way where I don't know what the pressures are to show people what you got or what you don't have. I don't know, but it needs to be business. You, you need to use it as a way, as a living, breathing portfolio, as a living, breathing the, resume. I was going to say, the other side of it kind of trips me out, though, E, because... So, okay, I'm, that's one side of you he posting. He just made social media. I'm sorry, Carl. Huh? He just made social media so boring. <laughs> he need to use it as a, a resume. I'm like, wow, E. I'm like... <laughs> you getting old, bro. It's a living, breathing resume, a document that can be used for job purposes. <laughs> like, man, I got to turn my Facebook into a no resume. Question, see. Hey, I need you to so make money off that joke. <laughs> like, Zuckle, <laughs> hey, like Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg getting paid. No, Zuckerberg lost a hundred and some billion and still kept 400 and some billion. I need you to use it like that. Oh, hundred that, that, that's how I need you to use it. Yeah, Zuckerberg lost a hundred billion. Wow. My bad, Carl. I just, I can't, I just trying to see how E was making kids <laughs> use their Snapchat for their virtual resume. <laughs> You know uh, hey, no, I was asking. Yeah. So that that's one side of it. E, what you post, but what I'm seeing. My niece is here from Barbados. This tripping me out that you live in Barbados, but you're still consumed with watching it all day long. Like you literally on Instagram watching uh, watching other people's stuff all day long. So that's the part that if yeah, I'm gonna speak crazy. out on, that's the piece. Yeah, you know what I'm crazy. saying? Like yo, you yeah, just watching somebody else do their life all day long. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, we, we gotta yeah. say something about that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we do a hundred. Maybe some people we getting ready to come up on the hundred day challenge. Maybe some people do a 100-day challenge with Ooh. no social media. Ooh. Yeah. 
Ooh. That's gonna hurt some people. Oh, they'd rather go vegan. No, I'm they rather go vegan. That's gonna hurt. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if somebody's Ooh. willing to try it. But I That's guess it's hard, gonna be hard bro. to check in on like all your right, right, right. Yeah, it's just on your business. Because here goes the on thing. The, the bad part is it really is a great tool for something. Right. Yeah. But it wastes so much time, and so you know, it's funny. Part of the reason why, and I didn't even, didn't even want to dive into a conversation about social media, but part of the reason that I don't have social media, one, obviously we made the, the the conscious effort to kind of focus on Ease Brand and all of that, and so I took it down. But then also when I was in grad school, I just found myself to be so much more productive when I didn't have that. Like, like not having social media, not having to be on there all day, check it all day, like, Yo, I, I I have a hard time returning text messages. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so now you hit me with Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that. Now I gotta check all these messages, all these DMs. Like, you're giving me more responsibilities. For me, it was a productivity issue. It didn't have anything to do with self-esteem or anything mm-hmm. that maybe the millennials are dealing with. For me, it was a productivity issue. And um, not that not saying I, I mean obviously I'm I'm grown now I just you know if I'm on there and, and I don't feel like responding I just won't respond but it's just it's almost like a job you know what I mean like I see people on their social media and I'm like yo like you you need to free yourself up from that like I got enough taking my time with work and you know other things that we got going on than to have to be on social media literally for hours a day mm. responding and replying and that whole thing I'm I'm just I don't know. Hey, I, I, uh, yeah. I read this quote, and y'all, y'all take it where you want, but I, no, I heard it on, in a song. My man says, we got eagle wings, but we doing ostrich things. Mm. Eagle mm. wings. Like, I'm talking about you mm. can soar, but you're doing stuff that people that can't fly, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the max that they can do, and that's what you're doing with your time. And uh, that, that's what it feels wow. like for me, you know what I'm saying? You're like, dude, you have a brain. The, cr- the creativity at this time on planet Earth, dude, the creativity is... It's insane, you know what I'm saying? You got, I just saw, oh, this one will make y'all laugh. I was walking through the airport coming back from New York last week, and now you could just order, like you could sit at your gate, E, and the restaurant, you just like, you know, order. you can order the joint and then bring it to your gate, whatever gate you at. I'm like, it's at an all-time high, bro. Any kind of thing oh, you yeah, could no, think about, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want you to miss your yeah. flight, so you just put your whatever, you, you walk in by the little billboard, and they say, hey, just text this to that with your order, and boom, we bring it to your gate. I'm like, crazy. You had an all-time high for technology for, you know, just like no restrictions in terms of what you could do. Travel, Carl. you could jump on a plane, you could jump Carl. on a train, a bus, whatever. Carl. Yeah. Man, let me tell you something, bro. Okay, maybe I'm behind, but, bro, I just... <laughs> We cut the TV on yesterday to watch the news. And you know, when you first cut the TV on, they're trying to sell you those movies. You know, yeah. like buy a movie. And like C said, man, majority of the time, I don't even do it no more. I, last time I ordered a movie in a hotel was probably about six, seven years ago. Cause like C said, I've been and fell asleep on that joint. I don't know if it's called ultraviolet. You, you ain't ordering the right kind of movie. <laughs> okay. You know okay. okay. They got a different section. Okay. I promise you, you won't said, go to sleep. He said, I'm, I'm ordering the wrong type of movie, D. He said, I, it's a movie, he said it's movies that, they, that will keep you up. Um, but, that's so crazy, though, Carl. I'm talking about up. <laughs> he said, he's talking, talking about up, up Carl. <laughs> Diddy said, literally. Uh, Pause. Uh, Pause. Uh, hey, man, you yeah. grown, grown man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, hey, you got your wife. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. Hey, hide your babies. Whoever listens <laughs> PG-13 to yeah, this, hide, yo. hide your babies. I apologize. Um, but it's some system yeah, now, Carl. I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> right. the name. Maybe Ultraviolet or Ultra Blue. 
So what happens is if you get this feature, if you don't finish the movie, you can finish it on the airplane or you can watch it when you get to the crib. And I'm like, mm. unbelievable, bro. So they didn't made it like, mm. look, don't even trip. Oh, don't yeah, even no, trip. that's only at the breakers, though. You can't do that at the, you know what I'm saying? I tried it. I tried it at the Holiday Inn Deluxe Express. They did not let me continue watching uh, it on Spirit. See, my TV didn't you know come saying? on. My TV didn't even come Spirit, on. Spirit, definitely. You know what I'm saying? You get on Spirit. I'll be damned if they let you continue your movement. You know what I'm saying? Spirit, like, you got to pay for water. You got to pay for everything. Wi-Fi. Wi Playoffs. Playoffs? Have you lost your mind? Uh, yeah, no, hey, you know the other thing? I can't remember if I said this on here or not, but I was watching 60 Minutes one time, and they were talking about how they purposely program your phone so that you have to check it, like like apps. So like Instagram, did I tell y'all this already? Forgive me, I'm old, y'all. If I said it before, just no, bear with good. me. It sounds good, keep again. going. But 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 they said, I was, this is, you can go watch it, just type in 60 minutes, like Instagram or social media, whatever, Carl. But what they do is, let's say you post a pic, right? Let's say your picture get 100 people that like it immediately. Mm. They'll withhold some of your likes so that they they give them to you each time you check them. Oh, so wow. let's say, yeah. So let's say you go, you you post a pic, right? They give you thirty likes off the rip, and then you put your phone down, and then you check it again in two three minutes. They'll give you like seven likes, mm. and then you put your phone down for twenty minutes, and they'll give you like twenty likes. Wow! And they'll keep doing that with you, so they can program your brain to constantly keep checking the apps. Because guess what? If they gave you all hundred likes at one time, and then your picture just sat there, and nobody and did anything yep. for the next. Yeah, it's nothing to do. So they'll purposely stagger your likes so that they can start programming you to check your phone over and over and over and over wow. and over again. And it was actually a dude who worked for, I can't remember if it was Google or one of these companies who came in. They were interviewing him. He was like, oh, yeah, no, we are like purposely sabotaging and, and brainwashing you to be addicted to this app. Because what happens is when you check it and you get likes it's like a dopamine that's released that makes you feel good right so they keep going with that and they just yeah they just extend them on out bro they'd be like come on back we got you we got a couple crazy. likes for you and so yeah they do that purposely so if you're out there you're being brainwashed um if you want to stop it i don't know how but go seek help so, so it, it i'm is. tripping and i'm tripping i don't even know where we're going with the podcast no more but i'm just tripping because and listen to what i'm saying closely y'all like i'm being real Everybody else in the world that's serious about their life and what they're doing, they're putting up all kinds of strategies. C consider it what you want, good, not good, you know, manipulative, whatever. I'm talking about the food is addictive. See, they're adding sugar to stuff, high fructose, corn syrup, or whatever it is to stuff to keep you addicted. They're doing it to your food. They're doing it to your phone. They're doing it to everything we're doing, but yet we're just sitting and consuming it. The average person out here just sitting and going and eating the same stuff. I had to stop. I had to stop the Polynesian. I'm like, yo, this is a sickness. Oh, yeah. no, that is, it's like, it's, it's, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it's addictive. Like and it's not yeah. addictive by chance. Like it's addictive. See, because of what you're saying, they're studying our behaviors as consumers. They're studying what we're doing, and they're creating these addictive things to just hook you. And guess what? This they got insiders. See. They got insiders mm. off of our consumer, you know what I'm saying, addictive behaviors. Mm. Crack chicken. Like, they're calling it, they calling it crack chicken. That's like the name. And, and for y'all that don't know, this is mm. some local to Lansing. We got crack chicken. Uh -huh. They call it crack chicken. They're selling it to you by, I'm talking about you buying it by the pans. 
But yet we keep consuming and consuming and consuming and not ever stopping to think like, yo, this is a setup. Like I'm talking about it's a setup. If somebody tell you about to go somewhere and get hit, get somebody about to, you know, shoot it, whatever. I'm just making stuff up. But you know that this is a setup and you keep going back and yeah. going back and going yeah. back. And we crazy, yeah. crazy. Your phones, yeah, dog, on it. Yeah. But how the the question is uh, they they build you around the schedule and you end up being okay with that because right. you don't want to take control. Yep. So, E, to your point now, let's segue this into what we were talking about with success because I didn't want to get too far derailed. Yeah, no but question. But you talked about success and ownership earlier when we were talking about success. And really think about it. Like, you know, it's so funny, man. People always, you know, I think that's one of the top questions we get on the road. Like, when we're not like in front of the big group, people are always like, yo, do you really think like everybody can be successful? Hmm. And E, you talked about it from a standpoint of, you know, our run now. And it's crazy because I haven't even really thought about it. But like, if you talk about when our, when, okay, let me ask y'all this. When would you say our run began? Okay, E, so before I go to the question or, or, or have you break it down. Okay, so we've been, obviously, E, we've been rocking and rolling for what? For 13 years now, yeah. right? So it Carl, 12 and a half, right. all right? So where, so at what point did we start having, would you say like success, like in terms of what the world would see as success? Like, oh, okay, y'all hot, like it's popping. When, when would I'd say what, 2011, the book came out, I think we started picking up steam, you know, during that time, because we had okay, 500. the book came yeah. out in 2011? Yeah. Okay, and that was, and when did, when did, when did What's Your Why come out? Ooh. Uh, that, that had to be after the book, though. Know, see, keep... yeah, had to be after. Yeah, the book. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it was, it was. But I, I remember like certain times people say, "Oh, do you remember?" But I, like I don't remember like these big wild moments. But I do remember shifts, mm. and I remember. Um, look, yeah, look that up. Twenty twelve. I got I you. Remember, 2012. Yeah, so right after, yeah, right after the oh, book. Oh, twenty twelve. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So right after the book. And I remember feeling a shift right then, and I'm gonna tell you the reason I knew, I felt like it was a shift, is because when we cut that video and we put it out, I knew it was gonna be hot. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like I knew it was gonna go. Like I knew it was gonna be a big deal. And so to me, that might, that in my mind, I remember thinking that. So in my head, it's gotta be like, we had enough traction for me to think like, yo, this could make a splash, right? So anyway, that's kind of the video that I go to when I think about like where we were. So. 2012, let's say 2011, though, the book came out. Because we had a lot, we had how many pre-orders for the book? 500, 500 right? Yeah, 500. Yeah. Right, so 500. So, yeah, so that's decent buzz, right? So 2011 is now 2018. We're halfway through 2018. When you say success, now this is a pretty decent run we've had. We ain't made it to 10 years yet, but, you know, we pulling up, right? And so, E, you talk about the factors, the outside factors that people probably see. You wake up at three, you grind, you do this, y'all stay together, no infighting, y'all added pieces to the team, y'all da 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 Like, okay, we see all of that. What are the intangibles that people don't see that have allowed us to get to this well, level? Well, first, I think what's important for people to understand is that, and, and it's just me, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to get, I'm like CJ Father. You know what I'm saying? With the what, what you say, see, thirty years and four months. What, what, what do you always say, see? Oh yeah, thirty-one years and four. In days. four days, right? So I'm like, I'm like C's father. So yeah. I've been I've been doing this over, you know, a quarter of a century. You know what I'm saying? I've been next year will be, you know, pretty much at you know the thirty mark. 
you know, when I kind of started with the bell tower, you know, and just speaking. And I, I think the biggest thing, you know, and, and this is just for me. I'm not saying that, I'm going to give you a couple of things. I'm not saying this in this particular order. Well, I think the first thing I had to do for me anyway is, is keep 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 my name. You know, what I'm saying my man said, put some respect on it, you know, and I think. That's been the hardest thing for me because I started when I was young and to be able to, now I'm not perfect by, by any stretch of the imagination, bro. I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, um, I will be, I can tell you that I have kept my, you know, by the grace of God, I've kept my name, you know what I'm saying, respectable, you know? And I think mm. that's, that's difficult to do when you start at 18, 19 years old you know, and you go your 20s, you go your 30s, and I'm in my 40s, and I'm a stone throw away from 50, you know, and I can honestly say, especially as a professional, you know, that I've done what I needed to do, you know, where it's not like, you know, you look me up on the internet, I don't got no scandals, you know, and we've had an opportunity to work with a lot of people that we could have put our names on, and it wouldn't have been wrong, see, like, we wouldn't have been doing anything wrong to be attached with certain people. We, we didn't do nothing wrong, but we could have gotten ourselves in a situation where over the years with people I could have worked with who they don't necessarily have the best name. It don't mean that they monsters, but, but they don't have the best name. And so I don't have any tax, you know, evasion stuff. You know what I'm saying? I have any fraud. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I pay my student loans off. My credit score is straight. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the biggest piece, man. About the worst thing is them dirty movies you order. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's Other right. Other than that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And, and, Other than that. And, and you know what, though, man? You know, for real, man, bro, like, I, I take that so serious. Even if people went through my movie watching, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't go, you can't be like, oh, he was on the movie. Like, bro, I, I kept my name clean. Oh, well, that's clean. where I draw the line. <laughs> I kept my girl, name clean. I got to yeah, draw the line. Yeah, no question, no question. No, I'm not mad at you. You ain't about you. to come in the movie. Yeah, I don't drink all smoke. I got to have some. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. I got, you yeah, know what I'm saying? You're the two, man. You can get away with that, see? You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> you know, but, um, but by the grace of God, man, I think, I think that's the hardest thing to do for over 30, almost 30 years. You know, we, we're not talking about you starting when you're in your 30s. Yeah, you got, you know what I'm saying? You got a different mindset. You know, but when you start, man, when you're 19, 20, you know what I'm saying, 21, 22, you know, it's a lot to get into. It's a lot to get That's into. That's a long time to keep yeah. a clean reputation. Yeah. It really is, time. especially in this day yeah. and age where I'm going to be real. Like, you know, and this is, and this is like the PC generation, and I'm going to just be real, like, for everybody, look, it's so funny, man. We get people right in. Why y'all not talking about Trump? Why y'all not talking about this? Why y'all not? Like, like we know what's going on. I got an opinion on politics. I know what's going on with politics. We don't really get into it much because this, we, we tend to use this as a haven from the foolishness, right? Like, we talk about stress, anxiety, all of those things. And I believe that the news, everything you see on TV, all of those things contribute to you having, like, being, like, a, a stressed out and things of that nature. And so... We just chose, when we started this podcast, we'll be family, sports, you know, not that we won't speak to current issues and current events, but this is not a current events podcast. Like, we want something that's going to last a lifetime. And so it's not that we don't see this stuff, and it's not that we don't have an opinion on it. We have very strong opinions on 
politics and things of that and just in in general things that are going on in the world and we actually do something about it and for those of you who know our track record you can see with the school days you can see with us going into these schools and making it happen with teachers and in service and education and the charity work we do and the donating we do that we care about these issues but we choose to you know keep the podcast for you know, um, motivation, inspiration, and general, just a, a relief, I would say, from the outside world. I don't know how y'all feel about it, and we haven't had the conversation in a long time, but we really do try to use this as a haven for you to get away from all that mm-hmm. talk. Like, you watch that stuff all day. We just talk about it. You consume, 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 consume it all day, and then you come on the podcast and consume more of it. We tried to be different in that approach. But I say that to say, for you, E, to keep a clean nose, if you will, for that long and not even like cheating on DD or nothing crazy but just like even stuff now is like yo words you say and things you do you know coming back to haunt you and bro I'm seeing I don't know if y'all been seeing these cats these uh baseball players lately it's like mm-hmm. two baseball players one for the Braves and one for the Astros and they had some crazy tweets when they were like 15 or 16 and people digging up their tweets from 15 or 16 years old and they getting suspended, they getting, I don't know what, they, it's just everything going crazy for them. They might be 25, 26 years old, and they digging up tweets from eight, nine years ago. And, and so we live in that generation, you know what I'm saying? We live in that era where, yo, it, it's, it's recreation to pull all your stuff up and make you look bad, you know what I mean? And so it really is amazing that you've done it for so long, but I think character is one of the things that you've always led with, and I think you see that paying off now with, all the people, you know, no disrespect, but you know, all the people getting caught up in the, in the in the Me Too, you know what I'm saying? Like you seeing names of people you thought was just straight stand up citizens who, you know, basically admitting to and and got multiple people accusing them of things that you would have never thought these people would be into. So definitely kudos to you for being in a yeah. position that you're in where you know people want to, you know no what I'm question. saying? Like, I'm not even gonna say it. One of our competitors got caught up recently, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was a big scandal for my man. Like, you know, so it just, it, it is, you know, I, I'm, I'm praying that it can keep going. Yeah, you know, and that's what I said. But, uh, I, I, yeah, I no, it, yeah, it is a claim, huge accomplishment. Bro, I promise you I don't claim, you know, to be perfect. I, I claim the progress, and I'm just grateful that, you know, we ain't had Twitter out when I was 15. Who, who knows what I would have said. So mm. this ain't even no thing where right. I'm better than nobody. We ain't had Twitter out. So you caught me at 19. Ain't no telling what, <laughs> I, you know, ain't no telling what I was saying. But I'm saying in terms of doing our professional run, I've made, it, I've made a commitment in our professional run. Like, God, I don't want to do anything to tear down what we've built up. You know what I'm saying? And mm. I think the second thing, you know, and... Again, I ain't no Rochelle, T-Parks, you know what I'm saying? I ain't no Sean, you know, uh, the model, health model, you know what I'm saying? I ain't into that, but I've, I've kept my health up to the point where I've been able to keep up with these young guns. Like, I'm running with dudes 10, 12 years younger than me, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, when you talk about being able to go to the airport, being able to turn around, get back on the airport, you're talking about being able to do three or four gigs, because that's what it took for us back in the day to get where we are. You're talking about driving here, driving there. You know, even now, you know, praise be to God, you know, God's grace. Like I said, I'm not no bodybuilder, but I've done the things that I needed to do in terms of my diet, you know, as much as I can in terms of, you know, drugs, as much as I could in terms of like uh, being around toxic people and toxic environments. I try to do what I can, man, to keep my mind strong and keep my body strong so I can keep up. And when you've been doing something for 30 years, bro, like, 
that's just not easy to do, you know, keep your health up. You know, you have, for real, I was gone for six months, bro. Like, I wasn't at home. You know what I'm saying? I'm eating out. You know what I'm saying? I could be eating all kind of stuff. Like, I ain't going to sit here and say I got the perfect diet, but it's just stuff that I, I could be eating burgers every day. You know what I'm saying? I could be eating ribs. Like, I'm grown. I could, I could be at these restaurants smashing, you know, drinking beers. I'm, I'm by myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm with Didi. You know what I'm saying? And we, 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 we on the road, we know, eating out. And I'm trying my hardest to like, all right, you know, let me get the quesadilla if I'm cheating. You know what I'm saying? Let me get a Coke. Like a Coke for me is cheating. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you know, so I, I feel like I, I, I realize with this team, I'm a, I'm a lot older than you guys, but your futures is dependent upon the decisions I make day to day. You know what I'm saying? And maybe, you know, who knows, the next three or four years we might be in a position and I see we, we're headed in that direction where you guys, you know, we've built enough where it's residual and we don't have to really worry about, you know, the ET brand like that. It's like, yo, we, we, we put ourselves in a position where we had the type of products and services that we do have now. Maybe in three or four years, those products and services could put us in a situation where it's like, yo, we don't need to lean on E no more. We got all these products and services. You know what I'm saying? We good. Hey, it sounds like you plan to while out. You, you, that's your uh, plan? No three, four more years, you can uh, hold we'll it together. And then yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. You know what I'm saying? We'll see. But for now, it's like, it's, it's like for now, it's like, and no disrespect to all the people who, you know, trade and go to different teams and do what they feel like they have to do for their family. But the way I see it is like, yo, we built this together. You know what I'm saying? We got to do this together. You know what I'm saying? And that ain't always easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, how much of it is an obligation, though, and how much is it just you got, that's your, like, your character? Like, if you were working at Burger King, you would be that kind of straight up Yeah, I think, I think it's a part of my character, but I think it's a part of my character because when you really look at going the distance, you know, you see people who split up, and maybe one person might do good, the other person don't, you know, or they, neither one of them do it, whatever. I just kind of see it like, yo, you got to be fair. Like, we built it together, you know, and while it's going to be harder to stay together, like, that's the truth. Of course, it's easy for everybody to stay together when everybody broke or you're trying to build something. You can't go nowhere. You ain't got nothing, you know, but when you get to a place where you have, it's easy to be like, oh, okay, well, you go your way, you go your way, I go my way. Like, we, everybody, you know, you, you, we good. We, everybody can stand on their own two mm-hmm. feet, you know what I'm saying? But for me, it's kind of like, yo, we built this together. And I like to be able to also see do what is a miracle. And that's how long can we stay together? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's, it's easy to do what a lot of people do. And that's blow up. And then everybody be like, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? I saw a hookup the other day. My wife, like, I missed the whole, um, what, are they, what, are, what is it called? New edition. Like, I missed when they did that tour. And my wife was like, mm-hmm. okay, next time New Edition do the tour, I wanna, I wanna go. I was like, all right, bet, we'll go. And so she was like, saw someone was like, yo, New Edition coming to Detroit. She's like, ah, but, but um, uh, what's his name? Ain't gonna be there. Um, um, what is it, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, uh, Mike, who is it, Diddy? Ralph. Diddy like, Ralph ain't gonna be there. And she like, I don't even wanna go. Ralph ain't gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, it's bad Bib DeVoe and, um, and Bobby, and Bobby, you know what I'm saying? And Didi like, yo, Ralph ain't there, I don't wanna go. Like, and I, I wanna be able to be that company 10 years from now, you know, God's willing. You know, we, we, we still doing our thing, I want people to be. Well, not only that though, even even sweeter than that, because they had to break up, then come yeah, back together, yeah, realize yeah. that they were better as a yeah. unit. Mm. But to go straight through, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm. It, because nobody, like you said, nobody been able to do it for real. You know what I mean? Like you look at, you know, every group, every, you know, I guess 
Is there, like, can we think of another group that didn't break uh, Probably Earth, Wind & Fire, maybe didn't You know what I'm saying? I wow. don't know. That was yeah. before social media. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I got they you. Had so, yeah. They, they didn't wow. have social. Wow. They couldn't look it up. But no, I, I mean, you think about it, for the most part, every great oh. duo or trio or whatever, they broke up, tried to do their own thing. Now, the only one who really worked for is Beyonce. I'm pretty sure she don't have any. Yeah, I think you know what she I'm saying? Her, yeah. I think Remorse. she yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, she seemed to be doing I don't all know, because right. she brought um, him back for the Super Bowl. So maybe she did feel a little something, and it was just like, this ain't going to work well, out. Well, that's like you bringing <laughs> Carl and I back to the Breakers. You know what I'm saying? For a night. You know what I'm saying? Mm, it's, mm, just, mm. it's just pure charity. You know what I'm saying? Because you felt bad somewhere in your little evil heart. Uh, and you tried to do some get back, like, hey, y'all, y'all want to come up here to the Breakers? for the night <laughs> and we don't really want to but we gonna go because we ain't got nothing else going on right. you know what I'm so it's more you know what I'm saying I think it's more of a anyway I digress um, I'm going to see Beyonce and uh, uh, I got tickets to see shout out to Jamal and Camille Jamal and Camille got me and Candace tickets to go see Beyonce in Chicago, in Chicago. yeah that's so, smart that's beautiful. I love nice. it. Yeah, that's that's for that. That's that's phenomenal. So let me give you real quick then the last one. See, which to me is probably the hardest one. You know, but yeah, it's a gift, man, but you still got to, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like when God give you a gift, you know, that that gift is going to go on cruise control, you know? So when I think about Inky, you know, I was teasing Inky the other day because we working together. I was like, yo, Ink, I'm not going to make you taking my spot easy for you now. So when I see you in Philly, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to put up a fight. And I, and I think for me, see, Ooh. you know, like I don't do school like that. Like I didn't do school like that. But there's just some things that I have done over the years to try to, you know, hone my gift and make sure I don't lose it and not and not be one of those people who just feel like, well, because you have a gift and people listen to you, you know, in 2000, that they're going to listen to you in 2000 and you know, uh, uh, 2020, mm. like that, that's not going to happen. And so I think the other thing that I've done, knowing that I play a major role in this company, is not putting us in a situation where it's like, okay, E considered one of the top motivational speakers, and I get content, I get lazy, you know what I'm saying? I start feeling myself, you know, and I, and, I, and I don't practice on my gift. And I try to make sure that I'm better this year than I was last year. And I got some things that I'm doing to prepare myself for 2019 that's going to make me even better and I'm gonna surround myself with other great speakers because I think, like, you know, just being on the podcast, I was saying the other day and having the guests like um, Jamal and Josh, is like, even for me sitting there, I'm being stretched. And so I was like, yo, I gotta make sure I get these speakers too that are gonna be the best in the world and surround myself with them and learn from them and push them and get pushed by them. You know, so when I'm with Inky, like, yo, I'm sitting there taking notes. I'm, I'm like, yo, this dude, like, yo, for real, like, this dude passion, like, this dude care. So I think that's the last thing that I that I have committed myself to is just like making sure that until God calls me home, that I keep sharpening my tool. And, and I just don't take for granted that just because I'm doing well today, that the work I'm putting in today is going to last. How do you sharpen your tool when you get to this level? Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. like how do you? Because you said you, you read a page now instead of a sentence. But like what do you contribute most of your... I guess professional growth to these days, and how do you mm. measure it? That's a good yeah. question. Well, I, I think for me, these assessment t- tests we're doing. So, you know, of course, I did the animal assessment, then we did the values, and I'm learning a lot about myself, but I'm also able to study the other animals. So, I feel like when I speak now, I'm not just speaking to flamingos. I feel like I know all the animals and what, like, what their strengths and weaknesses are. So, when I come in the room, it's like it's not an overkill of flamingo. 
It's like, oh, okay, I see what I got to do to push the chameleon. Oh, I see what I got to do to push the turtle. Oh, I see what I got to do to balance the, the gorilla. All right, let's go, E. You know what I'm saying? And then when I took the values test, it's kind of like you take the test and you see what your value is, but you also see what other people's values are and why they do what they do. And it's like, it's not a thing of, well, if you ain't doing what I do, you ain't deep. It's like respecting others. So it's like, you know, um, learning, if you will, just the language of people. You know what I'm saying? Of course, studying the second language is what I'm doing because it's helping me just to really see like how I, some errors I made growing up academically and some things I can do like to kind of sharpen myself. I told you I went to the concert with um, Kurt Franklin. He's been doing it for 20, over 20 years. I think Carl, like, Melodies from Heaven was like doggone late 80s, early oh, 90s. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, you know, so for me, studying Kurt and getting an opportunity to be in Kurt's presence, it's like, Kurt, what, you, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? To kind of keep your game where it is and just watching him, learning from him, seeing him pass it to his kids, looking at his, his physique, you know, looking at some of the artists that he's been hooking up with, the chases of the world. Like, I'm like, Chance, the rapper. Like, I'm looking at my man, like, uh, 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 Male Music. I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing, bro. Uh, Lecrae, I say, okay, I see what you're doing. I see where you're going. You know, so for me, studying the other people who've been doing it for 20 years or plus, kind of peeping out their styles. And then immersing myself in my, um, in my, in my work right now. You know, I'm going to speak to a bunch of um, school teachers, school leaders, I should say, superintendents, or super, assistant superintendents, principals, and spending you know, time with them. Like, come, walk me through your school. What are some of the challenges you're facing? I was at Iowa State. I spent an hour with four coaches. Sit me down, talk to me about the culture. Talk to me about the kids. What do you think about millennials? You know, what did you learn in the NBA? What did you learn as a general manager before you became a coach? And just really immersing myself in the, in the, in the industry in a way that I didn't Early in my career, I kind of went off of my strength. Like, I kind of went off of my passion and my drive, and I don't really care. I ain't talking to nobody. I'm just going in the room and, and waxing deep. But now I spend at least 30 minutes to an hour with the people that bring me in, and we kind of talk, and I try to get notes from them and kind of think how they're thinking, and then go in the room and put myself in a position, not as an outsider, but I almost speak as I'm a part of that particular mm. culture, if you will. Mm. How do you keep from getting, I guess the word's not content, because I know that's never your style, but did, how do you keep it exciting, I guess? Because you, man, you are on the road 24-7. Mm -hmm. You speak every day, all day, 365, and I know it's your gift, and you know you got to stay committed, and I know you're going to do a, a great job at a high level, but you know how Jordan had to like start playing mind games with himself? Like, he would like make up people talking junk to yeah. him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like He would literally like make it up in his mind, like, trying to find a competitive edge from somewhere, because I imagine after you win a couple championships, mm -hmm. you know, and you make all of that money, you're at a place where winning, it can't feel the same as it did before, mm -hmm. right? Like, you, you know what it, that, that high is like now. And so how do you challenge yourself or keep it from getting boring? Or is it starting to get boring? No, 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 no questions asked. Definitely not starting to get boring. And this is why I would say to people, like, for real, you need to be a part of Breathe University. You know, you need to be in the game changes. I was just talking to Joe, and I was like, yo, Joe, you spoke twice for Jalen's event. Bro, you a phenomenal speaker. Like, you just gifted. And the reason, Joe, you won't go to the next level is because you with police officers every day. And no disrespect to police officers. Like, those police officers are going to help you to become a great police officer. But they're not about to help you to be one of the top motivational speakers in the world, see? You know what I'm saying? I'm just being real. That, that, that's, that's not what they do. And I was like, bro, you need to get with you need to get with the game changers, you know, and then you probably need to be a part of the masters of the game, you know, and he's been with us for four years and he's still he's been 
survive his whole time. Like he's like, yo, I've been in, I've been in a nineteen dollar package since the day y'all started. And I was like, yo, bro, I'm telling you, you need to take it to the next level. I promise you, as soon as we finish, he's like, where do I call C? Like, I'm ready to do the game changes. I'm ready to do masters of the game. And so I tell people that they need to be a part of that because believe it or not, you know, C, like when I'm, let's just say, you know, this is a team and I'm on offense, you know, so I feel like I'm sitting back, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like a, you know, um, a top level, you know, quarterback and I'm watching you play defense. You know what I'm saying? And you like Ray Lewis playing defense. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting there on offense like, yo, hurry up and fumble, to get a fumble or something because the offense is killing. I'm ready to get out there and do my thing. So the first thing that kind of keeps me pumped up is just that, that competitive, like being competitive, you know, and being around people who are dominating in their circle. You know what I'm saying? So when I see the mixtape come out, you know, when I see the masses of the game, you know what I'm saying? And I know, of course, man, I'm doing my part with the Masters of the Game, but I'm like, I'm not necessarily structuring that. So for me, it's like, oh, okay, they're over here killing the Masters of the Game. Okay, game changes. All right, cool. They're over here killing the game changes. All right, school days. I'm about to murder school days. We're about to take school days to a whole other level. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, it's like, even in my own circle of influence, it's enough life. It's enough productivity for me to be like, all right, when, when, when we get the ball back, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not on the sideline seat just watching you do your thing. I'm on there like, oh, okay, coach, come here real quick. Let me see that play again. Okay, show me that. All right, when I get back out, all right, I'm about to score a touchdown. All right, y'all get a touchdown, I'm getting a touchdown. Y'all stop them, I'm coming in and getting a touchdown. So for me, I think that's the thing right now that's, that's so powerful is just to see this company changing and going to another level. You know what I'm saying? In so many areas, I just feel like for me, it's like, E, you can't get comfortable. You can't just be like, you the speaker. It's like, okay, what can you do with school days? How can you take school days to the next level? You know, um, just, man, watching LeBron, bro, with the school he just did. I, I was just you know going to bring it up. You took yeah. it from me, yeah. So, so me looking at Elf, LeBron so do his thing, like I ain't into sports. Thanks for ruining the line of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we was all on it. I was going to say, okay, go for oh, it. Oh, yeah, so I'm Keep just going. saying, so watching LeBron do his thing, it's like, yo, I ain't no, I'm not no basketball player. You know what I'm saying? So why I'll enjoy to a limited extent basketball I didn't even play basketball so like that's not really my sport sport like that but when he did the school let me tell y'all man like for real for me I'm not shocked like I, I helped um do some work you know for a year or two when my boy Russell was the school leader at Jalen Rose Academy so I've been with and have been a part of programs with athletes with superstars if you will you know, now I haven't been a part of LeBron's thing. I'm not saying that, but I've been in these schools where the, you know, where athletes have put together these phenomenal curriculums, et cetera. But when I saw the staircase at LeBron's school, the staircase, mm. bro, <laughs> when I saw what these kids bruh. was walking into, I'm like, uh. yo. So I, so I, I'm, I'm inspired by LeBron. Like, yo, I'm already knowing I'm gonna do a school. But LeBron got me like on some like, yo, be careful, e, how you do your school though. Don't just open uh. up no normal doors. They got bikes. You know what I'm saying? They got helmets. They got the GED programs for the parents. You know, some kind of work opportunities for the parents. They've got um, the free the free breakfast, the lunch, the snack. You know, like I said, the bicycle boy, so you can get back and forth. If you live in a two mile radius, you get transportation to the to the joint. You get a free scholarship if you finish his school. You know what I'm saying? You get to go to college for free. Like you get to see LeBron. Hmm. It, I mean, it's just a lot, bro. So for me, it's like, yo, I can't I can't afford to chill because I've become one of the you know, um, premier speakers in the world. I haven't started a school yet. I haven't opened up an adult facility for, you know, I haven't opened up a GED program. I haven't, you know, so just watching you, 
and ETA do their thing, you know, and go to this next level, watching LeBron do his thing. Yeah, those are the things that get me inspired to say, hey, everybody wanted to win five because Magic won five. Then everybody wanted to win six because MJ won six. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to have a shoe. Why? Because MJ had a shoe. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, yo, I'm just getting started, bro. Like Serena said, I'm just getting started. When you look at what LeBron is doing, you know, Jalen Rose opened up an academy in Detroit. I'm from Detroit. You know what I'm saying? So when I see these individuals, man, and, and not just play a sport, but do great things, you know, um, it's just like, yo, E, I mean, no, and I, I want, I want, I wish we could bleep, 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 you know, I won't, I don't want, you know, give the wrong uh, image because I've never seen them. I've never seen power to show, you know, but I've heard a lot about it. And for me, th th I have a level of respect for 50. It's like, yo, you went from doing rapping to, you know what I'm saying, to your G unit and they did big things to now you have one of the top shows on the network like that's that's big and so it's like okay yeah see we which by the way they be, they better step it up because this season been a little disappointing thus far mm -hmm. i heard the opposite i heard somebody say this was one of the fire ones no nah. okay okay nah. okay you, you, yeah you're talking to the wrong people yeah, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> that's one of the few shows that me and my wife watch and uh this season has but been but the other ones were good though just a little, it's, it's it's new, so I, I'm gonna give it okay. a chance. But been a little. I didn't see the one last week anyway. Okay, though, so all right, all right. Maybe it got. Yeah, but I, so I'm just saying, you see these people who are become number one in their arena, but then they go outside of their arena and they start doing other phenomenal things. So it's like, yo, mm -hmm. we 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 pretty much have cornered this market and we're doing a good thing. But like you said, we got other stuff, you know, with the time to diversify yeah, that yeah, portfolio. Yeah, and, 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 and we are, but I think there's still more room to diversify from, like C say, with the Solar Boy with the real estate piece, the courses that we're teaching on BU that are helping people, you know, get to another level, the stuff we're doing in the schools. So, oh, yeah. we got Jamal, of course, almost ready to yeah. get fired yeah. up here yeah. shortly, and that's going to be crazy. Yeah. I've been Shout getting so many like, emails, bro. I, been get, oh, I got yeah. three no, it's, emails it's yesterday. Yeah. It's coming, and we want to do it a little different, man. We're going to have, like, live video courses, too, where he can walk you through how he, you know, evaluates a property, how he looks at a, you know, a, a home, determines whether to flip it, determines yeah. whether to keep it, and the whole nine, man, we're going to put together a beautiful uh, system for y'all, so just be on the lookout for that. But no, E, your point is well taken. Last question or last thing, E, that I wanted to contribute to the discussion is, you know, um, and try to answer this in a human okay. way if you can. Right. Don't, please don't give okay. us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want the, like, Superman Nobel Prize. Answer. You don't want the Nobel Prize. So answer. Answer it in the way of somebody who would order a movie. Okay. You know what I'm saying? From the hotel. Okay. Okay. Just, you know what I'm saying? As if they was... You know what I'm saying, Carl? Hey, y'all hey, y'all see who the real troublemaker is. You see how Carl be egging me on with all that laughing. I try to just slide uh, it in and slide out, and Carl just. Um, what was the name of the service? E, I just want to hear the name one more time. I'm not even going to say it, Carl. <laughs> hey, see, because I don't yeah. know if you peeped it, but he said hey, something at first. You better not continue watching that on the plane, though. I promise you. Oh, Ain't going to have your butt up off that plane. It's <laughs> a little kid uh, behind you, E. Cut that out. <laughs> uh, that's why they shouldn't be in first class anyway, huh, E? Um, I forgot what no, I was sure going to say. Oh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, I'm sure you did. Serious answer. He's about to ask yeah. him a question. A serious answer. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. So no. Nah. Um, so the other, the other obvious ingredient, and I would say probably, Carl, you can disagree with me with him if I'm wrong. Of E's success personally would be the consistency piece, mm -hmm. right? 
And so everybody knows that your routine is just insane. So in terms of that consistency, on the days where you don't feel it, like, I mean, for real, I, I had one yesterday. Yeah. I'm going to just be real. I don't know what was going on, but yesterday, bro, and maybe it's because my wife went out of town and I had the kiddos on the solo. I'm not sure what happened. But like yesterday, bro, I'm telling you, I just did not feel it. Like I woke up kind of in a, a little late, kind of in the fog a little bit. Um, you know, the kids kind of, you know, it was their first day of school, so I was trying to get them ready, couldn't find nothing. I did end up hitting the gym, but I wasn't feeling that, and I came back and had a whole bunch to do. But I promise you, I, I wasn't feeling it. And I'm not going to say I didn't get it done, but I can't say I was productive as I should have been mm -hmm. yesterday just because I, I was just in a funk, bro. Like, every time I tried to open something, you know, like, you, like, open something to get busy, and then you do it for, like, 20 minutes, and you're like, man, I was almost, like, falling asleep. How can we maintain that high level of hmm. productivity hmm. when you're not feeling it? Like, just flat out. Like, yo, this is a day that I'm ready to just chalk up now. Because I'm, I'm just be for real, man. I wasn't feeling it yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, I was, you know, in a funk. Like, I couldn't get done what I felt like I needed to get done. I probably got about 67% of the stuff I needed done, but... Um, and that's rare for me. I, like I said, I, I was in a funk, you know, and, and I rarely get like that because I do try to stay, you know, steadfast to my routine, which I think helps. Um, but for you, like, give us a human answer because I know there's days, when, and you would never know it, you know what I mean? Like, but I know there's days when you get up and you're like, okay, it's three, I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling this walk. I'm not feeling the 18-mile yeah, journey. No I'm not feeling the yeah. prayer line. I'm not feeling... How do you still make yeah, it Yeah, so happen? I'll be honest with you. Uh, and this is very human. I, I think people do themselves an injustice when they realistically think that they're going to be able to keep that high for 365 mm -hmm. days. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're killing yourself just thinking that. So for me, it's like, it's 365 days. So if, if, if I get 320 or 330 of those days, you know, operated at a high level. I'm already beating like 90% of the humans. I, I, I saw something the other day, I think Kendall put it up, see, and it said if you make six figures, like at the low level six figures, a hundred and some thousand, you, you represent the 5% of the world in terms of your income, see? I'm like, yo, that's crazy. So if you just make $110,000 a year, you, 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 you are in the 5%. The other 95% is 99999 and down. And you know what I'm saying? Mm. So so for me, I, mm -hmm. I I look at it as I don't have to I always say this, see, if you're a gazelle, you don't have to you don't have to worry if you're a gazelle, but you at the front of the line gazelle. You're a fast gazelle. You know what I'm saying? Cuz the lion ain't about to catch the fast gazelle. He about to catch the one that's in the back, the one that's chilling. So for me, I don't even I don't even try to have 365 high days. I try to average around 320, 330, right? So I do this thing with, uh, and, I'm, and it's funny that you would say that today. So I uh, met with Joe this morning at 5.30. We, we walked for an hour and a half, so 7 o'clock. I get back, you know, I got the prayer line, and of course, Didi and Jada are with me. Jada's about to go back to school, so we're trying to get in our time, and I'm just like, yo, I don't have time to go run, you know, four, four, four miles. Like, I just don't have the time to do it. So I came in the room and I did the, uh, what, what, what um, I'm sorry, um, she, her name, uh, uh, Rochelle. I did Rochelle T. Parks, your, your motivator. I did her, her hit, which is a high intensity training. And she gave me a five minute and a 10 minute, see? So it was like, yo, I'm about to knock this 10 minute joint out. You know what I'm saying? I did two 
two um, 90, 90 second planks, you know, did, did the push up boy for 30 seconds. Then you go from that to the ab thing. And then you go from that to the squats. Then you go back to the, you feel me? So I was just like, yo, E, it ain't going to, when Didi get up, she going to go on a walk the beach. So you, you going to have to let, like, you going to have to let the run thing go. It's not about to happen. But what you can do is you walk with him, you walk with her. I probably put in close to six miles, 3.5 with him, 3.5 with D. And I did the hit. You know what I'm saying? And the hit ain't my thing, but that 10 minute hit just guarantees it's not going to be a total wasted day. And then Didi and I did lunch. We split lunch. You feel me, Carl? So it's like you ain't run, so you can't mm. smash. You know what I'm saying? So we just split lunch, bro. So I'm just saying I don't have it where I'm trying to do 365. Hmm. Give me 320, have, 330. And you got contingencies for the off Yeah, days. Absolutely. Yep, it's a good turn. Mm. Yep, absolutely. So that we at least get something done, Carl. So it's like, yo, this ain't about to be my best day. So let's just do a 10-minute boy. And then and, and then mm. then I'll do mm. another, yeah, I might do another 10 minute, maybe later, but maybe. But how okay, then how do you make sure you don't get caught up in that though? Because then complacency what, is what, the devil. Carl just said <laughs> you know it's saying? the contingency plan. You do you you have a not best day, then you the next day, you're like, you know what, just another bad off <laughs> day. Let me just do a five yeah. minute. That's what Carl said though. Next thing you know, you laying on the couch eating yeah. potato chips looking like nothing. Yeah, but professor. I'm just saying, Carl you know said saying? it's a contingency choosing plan. Choosing another movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Watching another movie. <laughs> I gotta get two different hosts. See them pull him all the way in now. He'll pull him over now. Uh, hey, me and Carl about to start a whole new podcast. Y'all need to. It's for dog ears only. But yeah, Carl, if it becomes, if your contingency plan is not, is the plan, then it's not a contingency plan. It's the plan. Right. You feel me? So, no doubt. So, no, you can't get, you can't no get caught up in the contingency plan and then get yourself a hookup. Like, I, I can only have two days of this or three days of this, but I can't have three back-to-back -back days. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I swear, don't do it, because then you, it, it become yeah. a habit uh, quick. quick. I'm telling yeah. you. Once you get past 35 years old, you could eat healthy for 62 days in a row and eat yeah. one uh, <laughs> egg, turkey, bacon, and cheese <laughs> sandwich, great. and I promise you, you looking like you got stung by a bee. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, it's, it's so discouraging. <laughs> It's so discouraging. Uh, it's so I'm discouraging. two days from, bro. I'm talking about you get one fumble uh, for every 62 yeah, touchdowns yeah, you score, bro, bro. and you uh, out of here. You like back to the D. You back to the Canadian I'm league. About the Canadian <laughs> league, bro. One bro, sandwich. That's why I swear I don't even like doing a cheat day no more. Mm. I'm like, yo, the cheat day ruined eight weeks yeah. worth of work. Man, shoot. Organifi, mm. gently green, dry <laughs> superfood greens powder. Now you can get all your healthy superfoods in one glass with no chopping, no blending, no juicing, no cleanup, all right? Imagine drinking some of the world's greatest superfoods in one glass. Organifi's proprietary formula is scientifically designed to nourish your body with vital nutrients without the need to dramatically change or alter your daily routine, all right? And the best part about this thing, guys, is 100% money-back guarantee when you order Organifi Green Juice today, all right? You're protected by the 30-day, no-questions-asked, money-back guarantee, non-GMO, gluten-free, soy-free, and vegan. And y'all know E is vegan-ish. That's right, that's right. And he has, uh, like has yeah. co-signed right, this, right. so... He is uh, vegan-ish, and uh, yeah, we give a big shout-out to our sponsor, Organifi. Bless you. Um, big shout-out to our sponsor, Organifi, for always rocking with the podcast, showing us love. Man, go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Use the promo code SUCCESS for 20% off your order, man. Let us know what you think. Shout-out to everybody who's been emailing us in and sending pics and the whole nine of them 
uh, rocking with the Organifi, man. I see everybody out there just going to work, getting that uh, that that goodness inside of you. So shout out to Organifi for being our partner hey, on this you podcast. Don't, you, you guys already know. You don't need a contingency plan with Organifi. It's already right. easy enough no, for you. You don't need it. No, no, you don't need a contingency plan. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, this is for uh, Dave and Io said, E.T., what do you do when you met somebody before and you know you should know their name, but you forgot, and then you meet them again? What's the mm. proper way to ask them their name without offending them? The second no, just time. be real, bro. Like, oh, bro, I swear, man, my bad on everything. Like, I'm just forgetful, bro. What's your name again? Hmm. Uh, don't okay. even play with it. Honest route. Yeah, don't even play. Honest route. Yeah, don't even play, bro. I forgot, bro. What's your name again? Well, Carl, what are you doing in that situation? Uh, I'm faking it till I. I'm talking about faking it till I make it. What up, bro? Man, it's been a minute. Yep, yep. I'm faking it all the way out. Let me see your license real quick. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, hey. and, and, and only because, see, what I say is, it's unfair for us, man. We're going from city to uh, city, event to event. Uh, You're gonna see our face. You're remembering hard. our face. It's hard, and I'm not trying to be no uh, nothing close to big time. It's just we seeing a hundred people like every ten minutes. You know what I'm saying? So it's just hard. I know, I know hey, you. I, I, I got a four conference rule. If you come to four, I'm gonna remember your for name for sure. Yeah, there you've been is. to two, yep. and I met you in St. Louis in 2016, and then 2018. I'm sorry if I forgot your first name. But I will uh, come to two more and I'll remember. So shout out to everybody coming out to the con. So E, you said just ask them. I just tell the truth, bro. Like, yo, for real, I, I apologize. I know you probably told me your name three or four times. I forgot, bro. If you just tell me your name again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. This time I'm going to put a, and what I'll do is like if he say my name is um, Bruce, I'll be like, yo, Bruce Smith from the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to try to remember that next time. Bruce Smith. But hey, do me a favor. Right. If I forget your name again, bro, don't take it personal. Like, I, I won't forget him. Let me tell you something. I'll put you in my phone as Bruce Smith, Buffalo Bills from the Cincinnati oh, Conference yeah. 2000. No question. And that way when you call <laughs> yeah. me, you yeah. know what I'm saying? The whole thing, a whole paragraph uh, no come question, up. No question, bro. And I know exactly who you are. Um, let's see. Let's jump to another one. Da, 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 da. Uh, Leonard said, each of you's biggest flaw as a leader. Oh, man. That's easy for me. Not being effective, an uh, effective duplicator of myself. Huh, not being a leader I'm at all. <laughs> you know, right, not I'm just, being a leader. I'm just saying at that's all. me. I'm just not. You know what I'm saying I'm just. Yeah, I'm more of a shepherd. You know what I'm saying? And I gotta. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to. Um, when we're in a business situation, I have to turn that leader on and just say, "Hey, I got to do what's best for the business because the business is the focus, not the person." Whereas when you're doing ministry, the person is the focus not necessarily the ministry, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's just turning off the shepherd boy and giving you what you need, and that's, you know, the leader. So that's, that's, usually, my, that's usually my challenge. My biggest flaw is that I just don't have right, it. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's a big flaw. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, that's one of them trick questions, like on, your, uh, on, on the interview on the job. They're like, what's your greatest flaw? you like, look, I, you know, it's just that I, I work too hard. You know, I bury myself in my work, and I'm just overproductive. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what kind of question is that? I hate when they I, I ask won't be coming to work questions. on time. I, I get drunk on Sunday, and I don't usually come to work on time You know time what I'm saying? Monday. Flat yeah. out. Right, right. Who, right, exactly. Anybody about to say all that? Uh, biggest flaw as a leader? Uh, probably... I would say for me, maybe impatience, maybe. Uh, yeah, right. uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say impatience. You know what I mean? Back to the animal assessment. I, yeah. I get, uh, 
Yeah, I get, I get, I get, you get after it rather yeah, you quickly. get after yeah, it. I know that, yeah. Yeah, no, I do, you know what I mean? Sometimes I just have to pray and just let God use me. Um, <laughs> let's see, da, 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 da. Aisha in Houston said, oh my God, I love Toby. CJ, how did you find Toby? Actually, he and Carl found yeah. Toby, and uh, I just, you know what I mean? See, I, just, I just polished him up, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Toby. Um, our, our, if you don't know who Toby is, you should know who he is, Toby Nwigwi. Uh, our artist, ETA, it sound weird to say our artist. He's not really our artist, he's his own artist, but did y'all see he just got the blue check yes. today? Tough for us? I didn't see it. Yeah, so uh, he verified on IG. Time. And um, no, nah, he blowing up, man. You see Erica Badu reposting this stuff, man, mm. giving him big shout outs. He was on the FaceTime with Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle telling him how much he loved the music. And um, man, just a blessing to watch Toby go to that next level. And uh, we've been actually getting a lot of emails and comments from people asking if we could bring him on the podcast, which I think would be good because he's got an incredible story. Mm -hmm. uh, really does. But to see him, you know, blowing up, going to the next level, of course, he had performed the BET Awards and just going crazy, yeah. man. And, um, I, I hit yeah. him up and told him, Joseph Lowry said I was dope. You know what I'm saying? And sent him a pic. He was dying laughing. Right, right. He said, yeah. Right, I right. It. He said, hey, yeah. Erica Badu said, I'm dope. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm just so, saying, yeah, even nah, that is yeah. magical how he took, you know, um, a tweet back, you know, how he took his conversation with Dave Chappelle and turned it into a song. It's like, the boy is just mm -hmm. mad creative, man. It's mad creative. Yeah. Using everything you have, you know, use what you got to get mm. what you want, bro. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's stop there. Um, any any announcements, Carl? Hit us with the announcements. Drum roll, please. Drum roll. All right, y'all. Y'all know, of course, we got. So let me start with BU, y'all. We have our coaching with Eric Thomas. Just like we not even making it deep, y'all. You go to breatheuniversity.com. It's the big blue banner. Like, don't ask no questions. Click the button. Stop playing around. Y'all heard it. You want to be a part of this thing because we're not we're not playing. y'all. We're trying to take not only ourselves, but as many people as we can with us. You know what I'm saying? On this journey. Like, it, it, what's the line I said at the beginning? We're tired of seeing people do ostrich things. We, we know you got eagle wings. You know what I'm saying? So for real, stop playing. Join Breathe University. We have our weekly call. And again, we said it last week. Eric Thomas the one, the only hip-hop preacher is on the call every single Sunday morning, and he's bringing messages, prepared messages, just like he's preparing for keynotes. He's bringing prepared messages directly for us, and we get to ask questions to eat directly. So, like, quit playing. Like I said, go to breatheuniversity.com and just join our coaching with ET Package. Man, we got some events coming up, of course. We got our Take Control San Francisco, August 26th. That's right around the corner. Um, saving 7,000 is September 1st, of course, in Atlanta. And then y'all heard us talk a little bit about it, but Ignite the Dream, you're going to be hearing a lot about that one. That's the one that E, e and Inky going in a showdown. I'm talking about, it sound like, E, e, e sound like he, uh, what's the, what's the movie uh, with your boy, Michael B. Jordan? E sound like he going, Creed. he going back into training. Creed. Creed, right. E sound <laughs> like he and Creed trying to get his reps up. Um, that, of course, is September 9th. And last but not least, our Phenomenal Life Jamaica, guys, February 25th to March 3rd. We're going Iberostar. If anybody's ever been or heard about Iberostar, let me tell you, it's the best vacation that I've ever had in my life. Um, our boy Quest got married at Iberostar 
and we just going right back to Iberostar in Jamaica this time. But you do not want to miss this, guys. We're doing live sessions. Like, it's not just hanging out. We're doing both. We're hanging out. We're having fun. But at the same time, we got Sean coming through and just killing it with the health game. We got Rob coming through with the finance game. And then, of course, we got the squad. E going to be bringing some fresh content. C going to be bringing some content. We got Josh, Jamal, the whole squad, y'all. So you definitely do not want to miss this out. Again, February 25th to March 3rd. The website is PhenomenalLifeJamaica.com. All right. Hey, man, you sound like you're getting pretty good at that. Hey. Let me start letting you do that on the red. Yeah, let's get um, it. E, I'll see you on, uh, before we get to the nugget of the day, I'll see you on Friday and Saturday, I yes. think. Um, we got Bama. Yes. And, uh, of course, um, E is baptizing uh, Miss Ellie Downs. Uh, Dr. Downs, who you guys heard on the podcast, E is baptizing, who's also... My, uh, Candace and I's goddaughter, b baptizing her on Saturday morning. I believe we have University of Alabama the day before, yes, correct? absolutely, football. Try to see if I can get... So we'll be with the road yeah, tie. So if anybody's listening to this, I'm trying to see if we can get to Avery Johnson while we down there, see? Because the basketball team is doing that Oh, yeah, thing. no. You know Avery lives right around the corner from Adam. Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah, so I tell Adam... Go to knock on the door. Walk yeah. over there and let him know yeah. what's up. But yeah, no, Avery definitely is right there, so... Um, yeah, I think that's about it for me, guys. I'm, uh, uh yeah, I appreciate y'all. And, uh, E, why don't you get us here on this, out of here on this nugget of the day so we can get some work done? Whew, guys, let me just keep it 100 with y'all, you know what I'm saying? Just while we in here and the, we, you know, we like right here. And I'm, I'm looking at, man, out my, um, out my window and I see a group of young people. They're probably like, man, in their 20s, in the middle of the day. Let me see what time it is, girl. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to speak out of turn. 148, Carl. They probably been out there for about 30 minutes. It's two couples. They're like they're in their 20s, bro. And they out in the beach enjoying themselves, Carl. They on the beach. They got their towel out. I see a little soccer ball. They got their little snacks out. Um, a group of them went, with, I think one couple, they went. She looked like she has on a snorkel and stuff down there. And they just went out in the deep doing their thing. And the other two are holding hands, walking past, back and forth on this rock. Listen to me, y'all. It's your life. Do not accept the life that's been given to you. You like, yo, this is where my mama was born. This is where my daddy was born. This is where my grandparents was born. Like, this is all I know. I, I, I haven't been an eight-mile radius outside of my neighborhood. Guys, do not accept the world that was given to you. This is what my people do for a living. This, this you know, my, my uncle was in the gang. My, my brother was in the gang. My father was in the gang. You know what I'm saying? My, my people did this for a living. Like, do not accept the life that was given to you. Here are a group of young people with shorts on, shirts off. They got the, my man got the, she got the snorkeling stuff. My man with her, they in the deep. They, they walking, holding hand. Like, look, it's here, West Palm. It's here, it's in America. You can experience it. I'm seeing cruise ships. I'm seeing private boats out here. Like, guys, this, this is a life that is available to you. This is a life that's available to you. Matter of fact, Carl grew up swimming in this kind of stuff right here. It's, it's real. It can happen for you. So do me a favor. Do not accept the world that has been given to you. You go get you a pen, go get you a pad, and you write the life you want to live. And after you write it, you close that book and you go out and do the stuff that's necessary to live your best life. So stop living somebody else's life and live your best life. I ain't got time for you. I'm living my best life.
Hey, appreciate that nugget of the day. E. Carl, appreciate you, man. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all listening. Go leave us a review on iTunes. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul, with all your...